So they changed this roller coaster that used to be called Dueling Dragons. Um, and there was a fire and an ice dragon. And it's the same coaster, but they changed it to Harry Potter theme. So it's the Triwizard Tournament, like the dragon fight part of it. Ooh. And it's sweet. I loved it. The fire part was my favorite. Of course it was. But I happened to be there on the day when, for some reason, there were no lines. So I went on it four times in a row. So you um, don't... And you, um, I'm not going to ask how old you are. Um, you don't get neck pain or you don't barf? Nope. I hate you. When I was in elementary school... There was a big, there was a big tire swing culture, um, in my elementary school. Wait, and tire I, swing culture? Oh, it was a culture, <laughs> totally. I don't know what else to call it. A tire swing swing scene. Okay. Um, at my elementary school. But I mean, what what a uh, swing other scene? Uh, other than swinging on tire swings? Oh no, what it was else just okay. I guess it? fair enough. It's just tire swinging, so it's a tire swinging scene. And there were people who would push people on tire swings, and there were people who would ride the tire swings. And I was a rider, um, and I was pretty good. I never. Never was perturbed. I, they could not break me. Um, so it, the goal was to get people to stop swinging. Yeah, to make it so you couldn't take any more. Flat tires. Yeah, the flat tire swing. So did, this translated did. into your roller coaster. Sorry. Abilities. I don't know. I, it's just like evidence that like I have a particularly strong constitution when it comes to like motion. I a guess. Strong constitution. <laughs> yeah. Did Ivan Drago ever try to break you? <laughs> he must. He must break me. I was like a wall of iron. If I remember that quote. Well, I think if you did a live stream of 40 minutes of you just talking about anything, I would probably watch it. Just because you get just the way I, I can't say what it is, but there's something mildly like just interesting. Not mildly. Mildly, mildly interesting, no, says it's just Catherine like, Curtis. Uh, I am Philip. I am Matt. First we'll have a little chat. Then put on our ring Now it's time for Next Step Pads. And we're here today with the uh, producers, writers, actors, crew, a bunch of people involved with the Fun Wit Funny uh, sketch show. Welcome, everybody. Hey. And if you could, uh, just to associate your voice with uh, your name, please introduce yourselves and maybe say what you do for okay. the show. I'm Catherine Curtis. I'm the executive producer and writer for the show. And creator. Yeah. Is kind of your brainchild. And I'm Kurt Radke. I help on sound and lighting. Cool. Abby Elrod, I do the cinematography, lighting when Kurt's not there, and in my own AC, assistant to the cinematographer. I'm Will Roberts. I act. <laughs> Excellent. And that's it. That's all I do. That, that, yeah. Well, I mean, that's it. I mean, acting is really not that big of a part of right. oh my exactly. God. Uh, <laughs> Why is he here? I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and as always, I am joined by Philip Simondet. I talk. <laughs> and your host, as always, is Matt McLeod. I talk. Great. Is yeah. that accurate? Yeah. I think we did that tonally correct. Tonally? Tonally? Tomorrow. You were a little pitchy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Will knows. He's a musician. Yeah. Without perfect pitch, but perfect but he's pitch perfect in my heart oh Ooh. wow thanks for being here everybody uh so for anybody who doesn't know uh and this this question is probably for Catherine mostly what is fun with funny uh how did it start how could people find it if they wanted to sure the fun with funny show is a video sketch comedy show we put our stuff on facebook and youtube so the best way to find it right now is searching fun wit funny mm -hmm. on facebook it's all one word the word funny sorry fun the word wit word funny it mm -hmm. was something uh, it was a phrase i wrote down five years ago refound right before i was made the show and that became the name um it's a sketch comedy video show that we usually month not usually month 
monthly, but monthly we put out a sketch that's usually a little under three minutes long. Mm-hmm. But recently we're actually putting out more than that. And I, for the next eight weeks, we have something coming out almost every week. And I'm seeing if we can continue a trend of putting something out every couple weeks versus just once a month. How big is the production team currently? Well, it's a lot can be done with a small crew, so it's right. a pretty small crew. Um, yeah, two people. Yeah, yeah. yeah. we're talking about getting so, a third. So it's the three of you. Yes. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, pretty. Yeah, pretty much. Catherine, Kurt, and Abby. Mm-hmm. Uh, not Will. And, not Will. Um, no, he just usually sits there and watches mm-hmm. when he's there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how how do you three uh, collaborate on things? Well, it's Kurt came I show along. Up usually, you yeah. show usually. <laughs> yeah. So I usually I'm the writer on this show, and uh, typically Abby and I started this. Well, I started the show, and Abby was actually the very first person I ever approached, and I said, "Hey, I want this to look professional. Would you shoot this with me?" And for some reason, she said yes, and she's still here, which I'm super impressed with. And essentially, I sent her would send her my scripts and be like, "Would you be comfortable shooting this?" And if she mm-hmm. said yes, or if she had anything she wanted to like change a little bit, which there's not a whole lot of that, she'll just ask questions on thing, and and then we just go forward with it. Mm-hmm. I mostly uh, she'll make her first shot list, and I'll look over that with her. Maybe you think, oh well, if something. She didn't think of something like, oh, would we even be able to film this at this time of day or when we were thinking to shoot it? Maybe there wouldn't be enough light outside or maybe we should switch to this first for lighting purposes. Just kind of things like that. Like logistical or, issues? Yeah, technical things. Yeah. If she wants my opinion on a script, I'll give it, but I don't get, I don't just hand that. It's not my place to do that. It is mostly technical right now. Sure. Visual aesthetic things or maybe mm-hmm. I'll think about props or something. And then Kurt comes in as both our sound and lighting guy. That's a really big role, and he oversees all of that. Mm, I wouldn't say it's that big. <laughs> <laughs> so when Kurt came on, on as our audio guy, he made a huge difference in production value on my end, because I'm actually the editor for the show, too. So he says, I'm not a big deal. You changed my life, man, so don't act like <laughs> Sorry, that. that's good to know. Oh, and Kurt and I have worked a lot together in the past. Before yeah, this as yeah. well, we've had a few years of getting to know how each other performs on set so sure. when it comes to lighting and things we mo- it, we more or less are on the same page all the time so it's it goes usually real like we're really quick and yeah. there's not a lot of time to think so it's definitely like really good practice and being like all right we have five minutes to figure out how to do this yeah and let's just do it and move on and shoot where, where have you i mean can you if you want to mention where have you worked together before well if you know the local punk band braver mm-hmm. we yep. did their big Big short film, Ghost Cop. Oh, you can really? Look for that on YouTube. That's it's cool. hilarious. Yeah, it was supposed to be a series, but that and fizzled out. Oh, <laughs> like one of the they switched band members, so they yeah. have to write out a character or something. <laughs> Which I think yeah, we're still we're still gonna to do, do stuff, but yeah. but yeah, yeah, that's. And I first met him when I was in film school. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a cinematography degree and a screenwriting degree, so yeah, we have a mutual um, friend. Yeah, Luke Bamer says. Yeah, he's from mm-hmm. Braver, so I met yeah. him at school too, and on. Our capstone project. Oh, I helped them. Yep, that's that. where I first met Kurt, and I kept forgetting his name, so in my head he was uh, white. Same here. <laughs> I played a character in the show. Yeah. Yeah, and I had these 
dumb sunglasses that looked yeah. exactly like Morpheus's character <laughs> in the Matrix. So <laughs> or he wore that Morpheus's yeah. character. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what's his name? Morpheus's uh, character, no, Lawrence Fishburne. Yeah. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> who we've seen in other films such as uh, Predators <laughs> and Apocalypse Now. That is Morpheus. Oh, yeah, so Larry Kirk, Fishburne. Death Wish 2. Uh, so, oh. Kurt, can you tell us one more time what your nickname was on that oh. film set when you Abby two first met? You. Well, um, I, had, I had a few nicknames. My assistant cinematographer and I just kept forgetting his name, so we just kept we were talking about him and composing the scene and lighting it. just said, so White Morpheus is sitting that over there. That was a character. Yes. <laughs> His character Morpheus. didn't have a name, really. He was just kind of a side guy. But And I, I think like the people I was with, they called me Bones. I don't yeah. remember why. <laughs> I, I don't usually remember. <laughs> so. I mean, if you looked at it, I know Noni, you can see him, but if you looked at Kurt, you'd be like, oh, I can see why he was called all those things. I, so. I do have a shaved head. So. Yeah, you do look like a skeleton. You do look like you're dying or dead already. Oh. He is oh. dead already on the inside. My self-confidence is dropping. Oh. No, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with being a skeleton. Everyone's got one. We all are skeletons. skeletons. Lives matter. Some of us oh just hide God. it better. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry, we're the worst. <laughs> yeah. So essentially, I asked Abby, and then Kurt came along a little later on, and um, it's just kind of turned into a bigger and bigger thing, and sure. it's been really cool. So, uh, how long has uh, Fun Wit Funny been releasing stuff, and how many sketches have you released? Well, we're, we just shot up. Um, and more we, importantly, how many sketches with Will Roberts have you released? <laughs> oh, I didn't count how many you had specifically been in. Well, um, I'll try to remember, and then we'll we'll see what the difference is, mm-hmm. Catherine. All right. <laughs> I can say probably at the end of this month of December, um, we'll have 28 videos Wow. up. Really? We've wow. been That's a because, lot. Yeah. Um, we've been alive for a little more than a year. and wow. That's we, prolific. Did win a national award a couple months ago, um, the Hometown Media Award. So when you're going through one of those phases, oh, am I doing the right thing with my life? Is this all a joke? And then you win a national award. You're like, okay, I'm not doing the wrong thing. So that was really cool. But yeah, we should be at about, I just was uploading something. So I think I saw the number was 28. And Will, I don't think I've been in five or six of them. But Four one of the five, yeah, six, one of the reasons seven. you're here is because you actually came in at the very beginning where we didn't. I'm not saying we didn't have our stuff together at that point, but um, it was a little rougher then, and you kept coming back, and mm. you're always been someone I can call and really trust to like nail the role. And for some reason, even though though you saw us in the first episode, you kept wanting to come back, <laughs> so that was pretty cool. And will you start in my personal favorite sketch that, that I've seen, which is things that make introverts say fuck. <laughs> uh, and that that sketch, I've watched it repeatedly and laughed at it repeatedly. It's oh, it's really <coughs> excellently done. Uh, the writing, the acting, the timing, the editing, all, all of it, the 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 whole makeup of it is a really funny sketch. So um, one thing that was cool about that sketch is will actually i wrote it but i'm not as introverted as him mm-hmm. so i went to will and i was like what am i doing right right now what am i doing wrong because mm-hmm. i just had a really good feeling about the sketch and i just really wanted to nail it and he gave me a, a lot of advice on parts i could trim up a little bit or just hit the nail on the head so like he really helped me write that and then also as you starring in it like I just felt like you were even more committed to it because you knew you helped write it. So Sure. Maybe, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Um, it was something I could connect to because I am very introverted. And so 
just play the reality of it, man. Uh, I, I, I think, Catherine, I, I, I may have told you this. I don't know. Maybe it was Will I told this to. But uh, there, there's a portion in that. I mean, they, they say that the best comedy is when it, it you know, it really touches on something real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, there, there's, a, there's a moment in that when you're sitting in bed texting with somebody trying to figure out it, it, like what's going on and they're trying to make you go out mm-hmm. uh, and you acquiesce to actually going out and they're like, well, we're going to hit the clubs and my stomach drops every <laughs> time. And it's like, oh, God, <laughs> like the, I know I'm watching fiction and I know I don't have to do this. But at the same time, it just hits that that introvert spot that is like, that is my hell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's no, that's true for me, too. It's like I went to <laughs> the last weekend. I went to a wedding reception and it was like it was really nice to see like friends I hadn't seen in a few years. Mm-hmm. And then at a certain point, like the DJ just kept trying to pull people up to dance. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I don't want to be here yeah. anymore. <laughs> right. Don't make me do this. It, it, it sounds like you're the head writer, Catherine. Yeah. Uh, you're the writer. Uh, yeah. But it does sound like you're willing to bounce ideas off of other people. How, how does how does your process work? So one thing that I think Amy Poehler actually really nailed it once when she was talking about Parks and Rec is like people won't always remember um, what you said, but they'll always remember how you made them feel. Mm-hmm. And one really big thing when I first started the show is that I never wanted people to feel like this was my ride and you guys are on it and you have to do what I say or like get off my wagon. Because one, I don't... I hand people a little bit of money when they leave. It's just what I can. But you guys don't have to do anything for me so i always felt like it's going to be funnier if people collaborate and two i want people to feel like this is also their show if they're part of it so i'll write something but there I'll, I'll write a script but one of the reasons i've always brought it on improvisers like will is because i'll have a line and i'll be like hey did you have an idea of a different way to deliver this and will most of the time or any improviser bring on it's like oh yeah <laughs> and sometimes the funniest it'll be the same line but they'll it'll either be a delivery thing or they change a word sure. around and it's a lot funnier and then now that's something they can look back at and be like that was something i added to that scene yeah, and the ownership be, yeah sure and it yeah it's my show but it's like this is something i want everyone to walk away from not only with like good happy memories of having fun on set but to be actually proud of that video because they felt like they put something into it and uh kurt and abby you you two were uh talking earlier about how working on this show it's it's sort of a unique experience for you where uh, you have such a small time frame everything moves so fast where you you problem solve super fast Mm -hmm. which makes it sound like you have a lot of creative control over what you do is that somewhat visually since the director of photography is the person who controls what is seen in camera the content is up to her but Mm -hmm. how it's presented or seen is more up to the dp sure so it's also yeah it's not like there's a budget there yeah (laughs) so it's like you are in a box but like all right you know how can i take these pieces yeah we have simple ish locations and we don't have giant like thousand dollar kino lighting kits or for now we've got three leds (laughs) one key and two smaller ones to add for edge or fill Mm -hmm. and that's pretty much it and then daylight which is i would like to say though going to the set to set on the the first video uh what was the first video that was like single single versus versus yeah. yeah um 
I just I mainly remember like getting there and being like. All right, this will be like expecting a, like what a normal video shoot is that I've been involved with, which is like a camera and the mic on the camera or an iPhone. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then seeing like people like with multiple lighting setups and a separate sound rig and being like, "Oh man, <laughs> this is legit." Like and like a shooting schedule. It was uh, a like a lot a lot higher production values than what I expected going in. Like just because um, I'm an improviser, and we're not used to having uh, production values. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and or, from a, or a schedule. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. but we're also coming from a place too where we've, you know, we always want more. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, so. I've worked on way bigger sets. I've been on, well, let's see, a Carmex commercial, a Honeywell commercial, bigger music videos where. I DP'd some of them, just assistants and others. So I have experience, and I know how bigger ones go. Right. And I like to I like to channel as much of that as I can to mm-hmm. make things run as smoothly as I can get it. Even just because we have a small budget doesn't mean we have to pretend we're not good. Right. Yeah. 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 And so you bring that professionalism and that experience to to the, this show. Yeah. Well, and Catherine, you work. What's what's your regular job? Um, so I was trained in television. Yeah. And I do work in television. Um, I'm gonna jump back really quick. One thing, like I will give them a scene of like this is what I want to do. We don't ever like I'll spend money on if we need a specific location, but they've turned something that I thought this is gonna be a really simple setup. They're like we're gonna light it this certain way, and we're gonna do this certain thing, and we're gonna put this thing in front of the light, and suddenly we have a very simple scene that looks cinematic, and that's. Yeah one of the coolest things about having those two because that really adds to the believability of the video and it just makes it funnier just because it's like a more professionally done product that people see or stuff and it's like oh this wasn't shot on a phone they must really care i choose to believe this so sorry i had to add that because you guys are super cool so thank you (laughs) yeah well and shooting inside i mean you can get these crazy echoes and all sorts of things if you don't know what you're doing yeah, and sometimes you just have to be like, well, this is the setting, so yeah, we just sure. got to go with it and sure. make it work. Um, yeah, and just because you can see someone in front of you and they're lit enough for your eyes to see, or even for the camera itself to see, doesn't mean they're not going to look flat. So sometimes in my head, or or maybe in, in Catherine's head, something will be adequate, but then we'll realize, both of us will realize, oh, this didn't, didn't turn out the way we wanted it to. So we quit, gotta like reconfigure things, change the angle or something. Mm-hmm. Or maybe we'll discover something we didn't even know was gonna look so awesome sure. by accident. Yeah. Like with the uh, refrigerator. refrigerator. Yeah. With the refrigerator, Catherine got this little. Light. We were complaining about it before. Yeah, we, we were complaining about it. it. <laughs> and then you, you angled it some such way that made the stainless steel refrigerator look like it had the eye of Sauron in the middle of it. It was, it was just like moving. It really looked like that. Yeah. Like, wait! Yeah. And it was like, hey, Satan's supposed to be in the scene, so let's keep it there. <laughs> yeah. So the sketch was called Devil's Advocate. Yeah, I saw and that one. this was pre-I thought Trump was going to lose. And I put it out like election night, and I thought like, oh, haha, this is going to be so funny. And then my world melted around <laughs> me. But yeah, I went to Menards, and I f- saw this like orange light. and I was like, Halloween oh. light thing. Yeah, it was like this cheap $14 light. And I'm like, guys, we can make the devil look like he's here by putting this light up. And both of them were like... I don't know. Catherine, this is why you're not in that department. <laughs> but it worked out. So. Yeah, no, it worked out. It's just sometimes you got to play around with what you yeah, got. Yeah, that ended up looking... Yeah, that sketch is worth watching for that light alone. That was actually a really funny sketch. Yeah. I, I thought. Although, unfortunately, there were circumstances around it. Yeah, that was, that was depressing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, now it doesn't have an expiration date. 
No, that's a good point. Actually, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> I'm not happy about that, but that's true. Abby, uh, this is a question for you. Uh-oh. Uh <laughs> do, do you feel like, yeah, I mean, you, you have a degree in cinematography and, and all that. Do you feel like you you get to kind of work those chops and uh and and get to like visually tell stories or are you just are, are not just but are you trying to more serve the uh the script or are you kind of trying to you, you know what i'm yeah, saying i know what you're saying so when Catherine first approached me about the series i'd never even been to buzzfeed but she was giving me videos from that as visual reference i thought okay so these are very clean yeah brightly lit Kind of simply, uh, yeah, simply shot, straightforward because the words and the people are what you need to see here. You don't want to distract from that. Right. And they're they're faster web videos. People don't want to think too long about them or take too long to get to. They just want to laugh. They want to see something. They want to see a visual listicle kind of thing. Right. Uh, so that was something I hadn't done before. Uh, you can. If you look back at the first couple of videos, you can tell I've gotten a lot better at it now. The one where I most got to visually play around was with Sweater Weather, one of my favorites. Will was amazing in it. <laughs> that, that was really funny. <laughs> it was just a satire of a, a suspense movie uh, trailer, and that was something she wasn't as she didn't wasn't as prepared for us having to think more visually about Catherine. it. We had to get a yeah. jib, yeah, Catherine, and a slider. And I was getting all picky about all these fancy equipment things that she had to procure for a good commercial. And I I think it was great. That it was great. My favorite shot is probably when he walks into or yeah when he's sitting in the living room and the owner of the sweater walks through the door and she, Catherine got to see a rack focus. Ooh, <laughs> she's exciting day for Catherine. <laughs> yep. Or the slider in the park kind of just like fake zolling in mm-hmm. for tension building through the commercial. I don't know. That was that was the one where I got to be most visually creative. The other ones are me learning how to buzzfeed. Cool. So it's yeah, I've gotten to do both sides of it. Mostly it's a bit simpler, but because I came from more my personal style is like really heavy visual aesthetics. So if you look at my photography page or the music videos I've done, it won't look anything like these. Sure. So now I have range. That well that's good. I'm glad mm-hmm. I can dumb you down, Abby. <laughs> no, one cool uh, and I think I said this a little before, one thing I really like about Abby and Kurt is that uh, I see it the most cuz I know we're shooting like more straightforward stuff. That it's like more about the people, but you guys light it and just, it's a lot of it's in the lighting and that just makes such a huge difference. And I don't think you two know how big that is to me because it's like looking at from like videos I did a couple of years ago before I started making the show versus now it's millions of years away. So I think our videos look better than some of the BuzzFeed things I saw back when you showed them to oh me. Oh God, I agree, but Throw I Throw down. <laughs> <laughs> At least, at least we have feed. a tripod. A lot of those are too shaky handheld. <laughs> we heard it here, people. <laughs> we own it. We, uh, what up, BuzzFeed? Bring it no. on, BuzzFeed. You want to throw down? Come at us. If I go missing, you know who took me. More like Buzz Fools. Yeah. Oh, yeah. God. Yeah. This is a question for all of you, but mm-hmm. it's a little different for Catherine. Catherine, are there any <coughs> sketches that you have wanted to get done but just have not figured out how to make work and then for the three of you have you had any sketch ideas that you thought would really work well for the show but just haven't pitched them or for some reason haven't have never thought to bring them up we recently and we're still figuring out 
musical would be really fun because you see Rachel Bloom doing it and she does an awesome job. She makes it look way too easy is the mistake in that. She's she's amazing. Um, The one thing I know a lot about video and I know how to shoot a music video. I've not as much as Abby. I've been on some music video shoots. I know how they work. So logistically, I know how to plan that. I know how to produce that. It was the recording part of a musical that's really difficult and way more time consuming Mm -hmm. than I ever expected. So we haven't had a musical sketch yet. It's just because it's way more work and uh, a lot of people that do musical stuff on television, Glee Mm -hmm. and uh, Crazy Ex-Girlfriend are the two things I'm thinking of right now. They have a lot more more feeling. What? Buffy once more with feeling. I'll take your word on that. Power Rangers did a musical episode two in season four, uh, Power Rangers EO. Well, we all know what I'm doing after this shoot. It's watching that. Oh, it's one where they get where uh, Tommy and Kimberly get cursed uh, to. Oh, not Kimberly. What am I saying? I'm pretty sure it's Cat, the Pink Ranger. Uh, I know she had moved away by that point, um, but they can only sing, and Tommy's a really bad singer. Anyway, the Scrubs musical episode was also Ooh, very good. That too. The thing is, we don't have that kind of money to play with, and, and one big thing about the show is. Um, one of the reasons we do simpler sketches too, and I try to be really mindful is I'm trying not to, um, and I'm doing air quotes, waste people's time. So I'm really mindful about how we shoot, how much time they're spending on the product, how much time the actors are there, because I never want people to feel like instead of them enjoying the video, they're like, I'm not even going to share this because I had to be there for seven hours and we were behind schedule. So it's... There's a lot that the musical sketch is a lot of time and you just mm-hmm. don't know if like for as much as I can pay, which isn't that much, if I can like convince someone to do it. So that hasn't happened yet. How about how about you three? Are there any do you, have you ever had a or do you have any sketch ideas that you'd love to see happen someday? There are always things that I like to write in my spare time or have ideas for, though Catherine's show isn't quite my brand of storytelling or mm-hmm. humor specifically sure. not that i hate it or anything but i don't she think what i i don't think my content would fit with that all of a sudden people be like what kind of a channel is this yeah what happened well yeah there, there's a very distinct tone to your writing style and that, and that makes sense do you have a example of a sketch idea uh usually i end up doing science fiction fantasy stuff which should have more of an expensive production value anyway Uh i I suppose the closest to comedy that i thought about or even pitched around with some other guys i went to film school would be i was reading one day about who owns antarctica and thought wouldn't it be funny if so many nations all had secret bases underneath antarctica thought they were the only ones building there until one day a janitor finds another door he didn't he didn't remember that he didn't clean so he goes in there and like oh i'm in north korea's base and starts exploring more he finds out russia has a base here too and no one some everybody knows north korea's there and they pretend they don't know and uh, <laughs> yeah so it gets really crazy that with that would be funny but i don't have the budget for that and at the That's end hilarious. i want north korea to end up accidentally blowing up the continent <laughs> with a failed test <laughs> So that's the only, that's the closest I come to straight comedy thinking about. But right, I haven't even written anything to do that, to sure. do that one yet. Yeah, I mostly stick with sci-fi or fantasy stuff. I'm working on a webcomic with someone now, but that's not out yet. What about you, Kurt? 
for a sketch. You're, um, you're like, no. Nah, nah, fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> I'm joking. You're like, she gave me this look. No, I, I just, you said, like, I'm still like, I feel like we're not supposed to swear on this, so I just keep oh. giving oh, you Oh, no, you can, you can okay. fucking yeah. swear. Well, swear. fuck. Yeah. No, I'm um, sorry. But no, that's why I give you a weird look. Oh, okay. And um, also your face, but. Oh, thank you. I don't know if that was an insult or a compliment. <laughs> um, it was a compliment. It is what it is, bones. <laughs> you know, um, I don't know. I, 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 do a, I do a lot of different things, so I haven't really come up. I can't even think of a sketch like off the top of my head sure. right now. So I don't, because um, I do sort of audio and visual stuff. And mm-hmm. um, like I said, I, I typically show up and it's a fun time to help out and kind of solve puzzles and you know, hang out and, and make something. I don't, I don't have a sketch in mind. Sure. No, that's fine. Uh, so, unfortunately, I'm also in the, I don't have any camp, um, and I do consider myself a writer, but I'm not a sketch writer. Like, I've written sketches, but I just, like, it doesn't feel like that's my, my medium, and I've thought about why, and I actually am not 100% sure. I think, I think it's that, like, I'm, I don't, I don't find, I don't do funny concepts, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't, like... I I feel like sketch tends to hinge on that. Like mm-hmm. this concept is funny, and I tend I I don't I don't write from that. Like that's not what immediately occurs to me instinctually. Yeah, so it's just not my 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 medium. I I would love to see a, a sketch written about uh, was it Patrick Denny's? And Patrick Denny's. Pat, what was it? Oh, Patrick and Denny's? Joe Perkins and or Joe something. Perkins, yeah. Joe Perkins. Yeah. Uh, I I would love to see like a fishing trip between those two. <laughs> yeah, that'd be great. Yeah. And again, like again, if I were writing that, it would just be like these two weird guys who happen to own yeah. chains of family restaurants fishing. Like it wouldn't be. I don't know. I don't have the like. I don't. I, if I write a sketch, it doesn't have a hook. You yeah. know. Yeah. Which, because yeah. um, I I've known. I mean, I know a number of great sketch writers. Um, and I just like I feel like I don't have that muscle or that that whatever it is that gets that like makes them sketch writers. Je ne sais quoi. Yeah. Je ne sais quoi. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just think of that. Yeah. Um, Lady Marmalade, or whatever that is, that song when anyone says that phrase. Marmalade? Yes. Yeah. yeah. I don't know any of the words, but you know what song, you know. Do, 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 do. Yeah. Nailed no, it. I mainly yeah. know no, it from uh, Weird Al Yankovic's Genius in France. <laughs> Ooh, I Like that. a fine Renoir. I got the je ne sais quoi. It's his Frank Zappa tribute. <gasps> I know that one. Okay. I yeah. I yeah. I know my Weird Al. Um, yeah, you do. <laughs> please don't sue. So, what is next for Fun What Funny? Where, like, you've managed to do twenty-eight sketches in a year. That's it's a little over. I think we might be a little closer. So, I misled earlier. It might be closer to a year and a half. I just honestly okay. don't know. No, it, it's still a pretty amazing number, regardless. Uh, and so, where would you like to see the the show go in the next year? Abby warned me about this question. Mm-hmm. She's like, you might want to think about that before you answer because you might say something stupid. Um, so it, it's a hope exactly or a plan. Those words. Well, <laughs> there's a nice way Abby says it, and then the way she means it. And um, no, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm good at subtext. I, I, yes, yes, you are. Um, so the hope is to create more content because unfortunately monthly seems like not enough and that sure it's just enough time for people to kind of like not forget we exist but i just get this impression it's too much time so one thing we just tried and that's why we have a bunch of videos coming out right now is we shot a bunch of shorter videos which i call them shorts when they're under 
one minute and 30 seconds. Mm-hmm. And those are... Punk rock sketches? Yes, they're all about punk. No. Um, they're typically one or two shots, and they're very simple, and they rely really hard on the performer to nail it. So it's me, it's me tightly and writing... Like just and it's a short thing, but it's really relies hard on the performer. And Justin actually just had a video that came out. It was called um, "Confession Confessions," and it was a one shot. And it looked like he was in a confession booth, which he was sitting against a wall. And Kurt found um, pizza rack a pizza rack and put it up to the light, so it looked like it had that confessional like window. Yeah, and like hooked, wow. hooked nice a gobo. pizza. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> like we didn't plan this out. I'm just like we're gonna make this wall look like a confessional, and Kurt's like we're gonna make it look better. But it's a 32 second video, and I asked Justin because I've seen him perform as an improviser, and I knew he could do it. Mm-hmm. And I think it took him three takes to get it right, which isn't very much in the scope of film. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's one of the funniest things. I, I, I scream laugh when I watch that. But um, not only are I, what I'm interested in seeing is our bigger sketches, which are two to three minutes. I want to see us continue doing that because that's our bread and butter and that's where we have substance and it's important for the show to have that. But I'm thinking if we add more shorts, we can put out more content without straining the current crew we have and not straining my budget and time as badly because we were able to do eight shorts in about seven hours and um, they're all doing really well on Facebook right now and by my context of well is over 3,000 views per video and we're doing that so far in all in like three of the most recent ones we've released so the hope is more content further down I'd like to find a way to fund this better I'd like to wait to find a way to invite writers other uh, guest writers on it I just haven't found a system that I feel like will work for me because um before I started this show, I worked in a lot of film, and I'm really grateful for all the opportunities, but I was producing for a lot of other people, and I found that I was really unhappy. I loved what I was doing, but I didn't like that I had no voice. And one of the big things about me making the show and financing it is that I have a voice, so I can't lose that as the show goes forward. Mm-hmm. I still want everyone to feel included, but yeah. one of the big things is I will start being miserable if I, like don't make sure my voice is part of this. So I'm just like trying to find a system of how do I bring people on without making them feel shaded from their own voice while keeping mine. And right now it's just been, I'll invite contributors to look over my stuff and I'm considering doing guest writers, but I just don't want to do it in a way where they feel like, oh, I'm writing for Catherine's voice, which might be what it becomes, but it's just like, I want them to feel like they're getting something out of it. So more content, more contributors and, um, trying to get more uh improvisers and stand-up people on the show because we have a lot of talent here well speaking of someone with little talent uh <laughs> now's the time in the show where i throw the microphone over to philip Simondet for a brand new segment that we call philip's corner it's philip's corner thank you thank yeah, you for the welcome. assist well i knew I it was coming it. yeah i didn't know it was going to be held as long as it was yeah do you, do you want to do it again one more like just a three-part harmony okay yeah okay sure Phillips yeah, corner. Corner. Oh, that was nice that was yeah yeah pitch perfect you guys don't, know about don't have perfect pitch <laughs> but it's always pitch perfect we- 
in my heart. <laughs> we can see Kurt's a sound guy. <laughs> you know, as Miles Davis said, do not fear mistakes. There are none. Welcome to Philip's Corner. This is the part where I ask you questions. This will be one at a time. I'm gonna we're gonna make intense eye contact. Oh god. Yeah. One at a time. Uh, and then we're gonna I'm gonna ask you a question. It's gonna be a bad question, yeah. but you're gonna answer it so brilliantly that it's gonna seem like it was a good question. Or else the segment goes away. That's right. This is the test. This is the beta version. Pilot. So we'll see. We'll see if it continues. So let's start over here. Catherine. Yes. Do you ever own a beta fish or a fish of any kind? Have I ever owned a beta fish? Yeah. Yes. When I was growing up, we had several beta fish and several of them died, actually, because we bought them the wrong kind of tank and they were suffocating. Oh, no. No. <laughs> How many? Like how many? Ba- how many are we talking about? A whole tank? Like, like a dozen? Just like I think Thousands. we went through Thousands. about three before we did a Google search of why is there fish dying, and then we figured out oh they're suffocating. You're but it would take genocide. a couple weeks, so it was just kind of a horrible death if you really think about mm-hmm. it. <laughs> Philip lost eye contact with me because he did not like this story. No, I love that story. Oh dear. I lost contact because eye contact because I was like going into my head and just picturing every detail, just every dead fish. I've I have a very vivid was each of them was of it. any of them emotional for you? Like, it is now because I'm an adult and I realize that it's suffo- suffocating in itself is kind of a terrible death and that's it. They wouldn't die overnight. It would just be after a couple weeks. So they were suffocating for more than a day. So it was just like they were slowly being killed. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want to die that way. So, like, I just, I don't talk about it usually because this makes me really sad. When I was a kid, I had um, these African clawed frogs. And I really loved amphibians, so I wanted to get a newt from the to- the pet store. I said toy store. Uh, the pet store. And so eventually I did. And in three days it died. I'm pretty sure I didn't suffocate it. But I was an emotional wreck about that. I was so <laughs> sad about this newt, like the size of my finger, that died. I was so sad about it. I knew it for three days. But I was a wreck. I, yeah, I was inconsolable. Phil, so, weren't you emotionally suffocated as a child? I still can't breathe for feelings. Yeah. Okay. But no, that's cool. Kurt, yeah. how do you want to die? <laughs> like, what's your least favorite way? Uh, what What do you think is the best way? Oh, damn. Um, uh, do you mind speaking a little closer? To yeah, yeah, I can get a little closer. Yeah, a little but this, closer. I, I got drawn back by this question Mm -hmm. (laughs) um least favorite way you know this is it sounds disgusting i read of a story of a man who fell into a pig like pig feces tank and drowned oh no (laughs) no so that's probably the most yeah fucked up way i think you could probably die um What's your dream way what's my dream way (laughs) (laughs) what am i hoping for yeah uh maybe like Going to the dentist and they turn up that like nitrous oxide tank just a little too much and you just drift off. <laughs> oh yeah, that's smart. Yeah, unaware. That's the best way. Yeah. Plus, that's malpractice. Your family's gonna oh, be no, rich. Got, got a ton of money. Yeah. Nailed it. Nailed it. Abby, uh, you ever use a hammer? <laughs> As luck would have it, that's one of my three jobs: is trim oh. carpentry. What carpentry? Uh, trim carpentry, oh. doing the woodwork in houses. So cabinets, stairs, railings, doors, window frames, base, crown, all that stuff. Finishing work too. 
Yeah, I my dad is a trim a sub a trim carpenter, and when I'm not working one of my other jobs, and he could use an extra hand, I'll go out with him. I've been doing that for about six. Well, I on and off when I was in school, so a few years, maybe seven or eight. Let's see. I mostly use hammers when I'm installing base or treads and risers, the parts of stairs that you step on or that go under the carpet, the subfloor. I just take off the temporary treads. While well, I was doing that, last year, right before Christmas, Catherine knows what's coming, <laughs> I was using a nail gun. Big, uh, about two inch, uh, 18 gauge nails. Mm-hmm. That's connected to an air compressor, so it's a little, little tiny, looks like pins. They are nails, though, um, to get down the treads and risers. I was installing the risers, which is what holds up the treads, what you step on. And this was my dad's really, really old nail gun. And I thought that one of the nails came out uh, because it still made the air pressure noise, the big chink. You got to have ear protection for that. It's really loud. So it felt like something came out, but it didn't. And when I put in the next one, two came out at once. And the second one pushed out the other one. And it went into my finger and hit my bone. You really nailed it there, Abby. Yeah, I did. I did. That That was fun. The, my favorite thing Make a about sketch this. About that. <laughs> my favorite two things about this is that this was, this was going to be in the parade of homes. This house. I've done a few houses that were in the parade of homes, and as I, I was kind of more like, well, this is like, we were under a tight schedule. I was more upset about that than now I'm gonna have to go to urgent care or something, and I had blood dripping all over. Carpet wasn't in yet, but. We, I cleaned up as much blood as I could, soaked it up with sawdust, but there's still my blood underneath that floor where there's this really nice Indian family living in Chanhassen now with my blood under their floor. <laughs> and, and then as we, as my dad decided to take me to urgent care, I want, it was snowing out, so I put my hand in the snow and I made this big bloody handprint and I left it there for, <laughs> for the ciders to see when they got back from lunch and that was pretty metal. <laughs> That's what your question reminded me of. I'm done now. Fantastic. Thank you. I'm so glad you told that story on this podcast. We have it forever. She nailed it. She nailed it. I feel like there's a good, uh, there's something wrong with that nail gun, but I can't quite put my finger on it. Anyway. Yeah. I didn't even mean to make a nailed it joke, but I just meant she actually nailed the. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Well, sorry. (laughs) No, that's cool. Sorry, Abby. You weren't nail gunning for it, but you. Hit it right on the head. Reaching. Oh man! Wow, so so many uh, jokes compressored into one oh. small oh. space. All right, I'm finishing nailed with that. Oh god! <laughs> Will screw you, Philip. <laughs> Will yes. Roller coasters. Oh no! No, we That's don't. It's we're almost out of. We do we have an hour? Will, mm-hmm. what is the best way? Ooh, okay. I'm going to try to combine all three of your questions into one question. Oh, no. What, which way would you die if you had to nail? <laughs> well, I, well, I forget what the first question was. Beta beta fish. Fish. Beta. A beta fish. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna, st- I'm gonna consider start this carefully. <laughs> <laughs> Have you left a secret anywhere? 
have I left a secret anywhere? He has. No, that's not a secret. Um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, okay. Here we go. No, it's not a secret. It's just like, but when I, so for whatever reason, when you said this, this was the main thing I thought of. <laughs> this is, you guys ready to go brown? No, when I was a little kid, I pooped in my parents' basement and blamed it on a dog. But they, they saw through it immediately. But I was like, and I, I just did it to see what would happen if I could get away with it. Like, right, and I couldn't. Oh, I don't know. Um, probably older than I should have been um, to do 24. this. <laughs> um, no, but I definitely did. Like, I just pooped on the floor <laughs> and i was like mom mom spanky our dog pooped in the basement and she like came down i was like no he didn't <laughs> like this is obviously you this is not what dog poop looks like this is what people poop looks like and you went into it you like you pushed for the I, purpose I, I of finding out for the explicit purpose of seeing if you can do this <laughs> I love how you prefaced it with "We're going brown." Yeah, like I was like, well, the fact that I had laughed before this meant that I couldn't not tell the tell this story. Correct. But I was like, I don't think you actually want me to tell this story. No, yeah, of course I did. We got shit, blood, death, and and more death. Yeah. <laughs> wow, I'm really good at this. Man. <laughs> Nailed it. Nailed. It. Oh and that God. has been Phillips Corner. Yay. All right, guys, you ready to do some improv? Yes. Uh huh. Try. No. Next up, I really like your new glasses. They make you look like a movie star, but I can't place which one. Uh, well, let me uh, let me take them off and I'll put them on. I'll be like, you see me for the first time. Okay. And then you'll know exactly who it is. So uh, hold on, I'm gonna close my eyes and spin in a circle three times. Okay. <laughs> That'll throw you off balance. Okay. So you're like, okay, uh, instant, instant instant impression. Oh, and... yeah, that actually made me a little nauseous too. Oh, okay. Hold on. Oh, just take a seat. Oh, I can hear your tummy. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Is it bad? Uh, it sounds, I mean, it sounds nauseous. Uh, I don't eat enough vegetables. Your tummy says you don't eat enough be- vegetables. Uh, well, tummy. Yes? I don't like vegetables. But your body needs them. Oh, God. Will you mediate this for me, please? Wow. So I guess the celebrity you saw was uh, Dr. Phil, who I don't believe wears glasses. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, sure. If that's my my role in the universe now, cool. Thank Veg- you. Vegetables help digestion, which will help you poop better, which will make you less crabby. And here's your latte today, sir. Hey, um, I was wondering, could I, could you give me some uh, advice? Uh, my my mother and my relationship has been going downhill real bad. Oh, and you know you're you know you can say it. You're Doctor Phil. I'm Doctor Phil, <laughs> and. Jimmy. So, yeah, I'll I'll be back to work in a second, manager. You can call her mom, I assume. <gasps> Jimmy! Yeah, it is my mom. It's my mom-ager. She manages me here at Starbucks and in my Who acting career. Who the hell career. are you talking to? I'm talking to Dr. Filma. Sounds like you could use a space to yourself once in your life. Yeah, that's right. Thanks, Dr. Phil. Seema! I need a space to myself! What have I told you? Never talk to me like that! You can't, you can't control me forever, Ma. Dr. Phil said it was okay. I'm leaving. It looks like there's an opening at this Starbucks. I could sure use a job right now. Well, you 
you're hired. <laughs> Excellent. Excuse. Uh, yes. How would you like your latte? I don't know. Surprise me. Uh, Come on, John Travolta. You should be able to decide things for yourself by I, now. Look, I usually just tell my assistant to get coffee, and then coffee comes back. I've oh, never had to having a pick it out myself. Experience for the first time in your life. I'm trying to relate. I'm in a new movie where yeah. I play a man. With a common, common man, John. Okay. You can say it. It's a Fine. common man. How do you mortals decide what kind of coffee to... You know what, honestly, I, I wouldn't know. I'm having the same kind of experience you were. You may not recognize me behind the apron. Oh, put on your glasses. That's right. Ah? Uh? Is that Dr. Phil? <laughs> oh my god, it's Dr. Phil! Everybody knows me. Uh, I don't watch... Is it? Is it for, are you also from movies or? Oh no, I'm from the television. Oh, I don't know none of those. And I think I write books sometimes. Oh, I have. I can't read. So shaving the cat wasn't my best idea, but it was one of my more fun ones. And I feel like the jacket I made you is beautiful. Well, I mean, I, I appreciate the jacket very much, and. I think shaving the cat would have been a fine idea, except using a straight razor and all these nick marks with all these Kleenexes all over the cat's hide. I just, it looks so uncomfortable. It adds character to the cat, honey. It well, adds sure. character. But, I mean, people are going to think that our cat is half made of Kleenex. We don't have that much company over. We're kind of loners and not very popular among the neighborhood, so who's really going to notice? Well... The problem with that is that I happen to invite our neighbors across the hall. You know those nice gentlemen? You did what? I invited them for dinner tonight. And you didn't tell me tonight? Well, I was going a to. Ring-a-ding-ding. Just... Oh, there they are. I need to hide the cat. <laughs> I was promised a kitty this evening. Yes. Uh, well, uh, hey. Hi, Doug. Hi, Derek. Hello. Hi, I'm Meryl. And you know me, I'm George. Hi, George. George. Good to see you, George. And Meryl, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. I'm Doug, as we've established. I'm the other one. Derek, Thank hi. you. Doug and Derek, so are you two roommates, or? We're a little more than that. Yeah, we're also friends. That's right. Aww. Oh. So, yeah, we, we I sure promised them a cuddly cat. Oh. Hey, there it is! Sure sounds like a cat. Uh, that's not... That's, that's... Honey, can I talk to you in the other room for just yes, a moment? Yes, you okay. can talk to me in the room for uh, just a we'll moment. We'll be right back, guys. We'll be right back. So, uh, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, you know, with all that blood, if we pull all the... Uh, we can just stick a bunch of the fur that you've shaved off back onto it. So, like, with glue? Just No, no just use the dried blood. Just, we don't okay, have time okay, for glue. Okay, okay, I'm going to try. Just, just hold still. Just hold still. Tear hold off still. the Kleenex. Tear <laughs> off the Kleenex. <laughs> he doesn't seem to like it. It sure sounds like there's cats here. Oh, there is. There is. Don't worry. <laughs> you know what? I think it's believable at this point. I'm going to let him out. I'm just going to take all the fur and throw it. Whatever sticks, it's good. All right, cool. All right. Here, here's Mr. <laughs> Snuffles. Yeah, yeah. Cuddle, cuddle. Uh-huh. Oh, it's, it's shedding a lot. Um, it's that time of year. Derek, did you break the cat? Oh, Derek, yeah. I think you're just petting it too hard. What did you do to our <gasps> cat? Our Doug, precious baby. Doug, you're always saying that my hands are like sandpaper. I'm sorry. I, I'm used to sandpaper hands by now. 
I just didn't think it would be hurting other living things. Oh my God, this, it's bleeding now. What I can't have you be. Done? For being so just friends, sorry. you know a lot about each other's hands. You don't like touch each other's hands. Oh, we do. Yes. Yes. But... Doug and I are very good friends. Yeah. Oh. Oh, like coworkers. Ooh. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we worked at the same friend. office. Yeah. That's right. Uh huh. Anyway, I'll go put together a salad. I'm so sorry. Please don't kill the salad too. I'm not going to eat it with my hands, Doug. Oh, I'm sensing tension. Maybe they need some mediation. Yeah, would you mind? Look, we're very close. Uh, we work together. We live together. And we're very good friends. And mm-hmm. sometimes sometimes you get on each other's nerves, you yeah. know? Mm-hmm. Well, here's the salad. Um, I got as much of the fur out. It's just it kind of blew around the apartment. So just pick anything out that's in the way. With my hands? Uh. Derek, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I said I'm sorry. I, I'm. They're like weapons. <laughs> they ruin every ruin everything I touch. You can't help it. You've lived with this your whole life. Ah, this is the last straw. I'm gonna karate chop my neck. No, no, Derek, no, Derek. I can't tell the difference between his blood and the cat's blood. I can. His blood tastes like roses. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm back. Sorry, I, I need another fish. Uh, it died again, and I can't... I don't know how to tell little Susan. So just, you know, if you get one that looks like the last couple, yeah, sure. that'd be great. We have, you know, do you have the receipt? Because if it died within three days of receiving it, we'll just give you a new one for oh, free. Oh, fuck, really? Yeah. Do you have uh, a receipt? I mean, I'm... No, probably not. I'll remember that next time, though. But because you're I'm, planning for next time. Well, I'm very bad at at fit. I've I've been here three times. So what's this the, week? Uh, you, you know, before I hand you a fish in good conscience, I should maybe ask you a few questions. Oh sure. Um, so what led to their death? I have no idea. You know, I just put them in the bowl. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I had my cereal. I ate around them, and then. <laughs> The next day, they hold, were hold not on, hold on, alive. Hold on. Um, I'm going to back you up a second. Um, what? I just want to make sure I understood. So you put your fish in a bowl. Um, yeah. In a, yeah. And what kind of liquid did you put into the bowl to keep the fish alive? Water, obviously. Fish live in, in water. But you said you were eating your cereal around. Yeah, I ate around it. Look, I don't know what's happening with these fish, put, but I need to get another one before little Susie finds out. You put your cereal in water? Sir, that is disgusting. That's awful. I'll get you another fish, but never do that again. That's a weird thing to do. So how did it go today? Well, I got a new fish. Oh, uh, good. Let's put it in, quick. Get in the bowl before Susan comes oh, home. Oh, yeah, sure. Let me, just, let me just get my Frosted Flakes in there first. <laughs> hey, babe. Yeah? Um, Other people think it's weird to, to do cereal with, with water. Who who thinks that? Well, the pet store owner does. I, really? But uh, th- that's what we've always done. I don't get it either. I mean, we, we take a bowl, we put some cereal in it, we put some water in it, we put a fish in it. Then we eat it. Except not the fish. I don't see what is we're doing wrong. I, I guess I don't either. Okay, let's try no cereal this time. No cereal? You no know cereal. what? Okay, I'll, t- I'll take it. I, sorry, I'm back. Uh, I, okay, 
I don't know why, but this fish died. I brought my receipt this time. Oh, good. And it's within a day and a half, so we'll give you a dollar on top yeah. of I'm I see. Sorry, these fish aren't working out. I told you, it wasn't the cereal. We did not do cereal. But you stopped doing the cereal. I totally stopped doing cereal. Doing the cereal. Weird. Um, where do you keep the bowls at night? The fish bowl. I wash it in the dishwasher, obviously. This one, wa- this one wasn't as dirty because there was no cereal, but I just, you know, ran it through the dishwasher. The next morning, fish was dead. I don't understand <laughs> what you, is happening. You left the fish in the fish bowl when you put it in the dishwasher? No, I'm going to leave it on the counter. I'm not an idiot. I know fish need water to live. Could you say that statement to yourself again? So she said, don't run it through the dishwasher? Apparently, people don't wash dishes. I Okay, well, that's fine. But th- I don't want my bowls to be dirty so no water this time sure okay okay hi dead fish here you were here literally 10 minutes ago you don't yeah. even need to show me the receipt it's fine oh good so, good i need another fish before my little daughter susan comes home and finds out that it's dead i can't in good conscience give you another fish what i have a receipt you have killed 14 fish you maybe you're giving me bad fish this pet store sells fish that are about to die. This fish, this pet store is, is selling old, decrepit old, cancer-ridden fish is about to die. Protest. Oh, God. Sir, there's a sign right above maximum 14 fish deaths before we can ban customers. I'm within my rights. I can't let my daughter know that the fish died because we haven't introduced... The idea of concept of death to her yet, and so oh, it's. Oh God! Look, just give me give me one more chance, and I'll I'll make sure that she witnesses it die, so that I can have a conversation with her. You're a good you're a good father. Here you go, sir. Thank Best you. of luck. Thank you. Hey, hey, Dad. Hey, Mom. I'm home. Uh, come on in, Susan. Hi. I I I have this little hangman's noose set up. Uh-huh. I was just thinking, I'm going to go talk to great-grandma upstairs. Oh, shit. Oh, not yet. No, she, not never yet. Talks, she never talks back, but it's always nice no. to just see her, her no, God damn expressionless it. face. It's real no, nice. Susan, you got to do this fish first. Uh, yeah. Do this yeah. fish? What do you mean? Uh, the fish is fine. It's going to be there tomorrow. Is it? The fish told me. <laughs> That's a funny joke, yeah. Mom. Uh, this time, I'm not joking. You sit your little butt down. We're going to have a talk. But, Mom... No butts, except for your butt in that seat. Oh. Susan, I want you to watch this fish hang itself. (laughs) Okay? Okay, what's going to happen after that? Then we'll we'll have a talk, and I can take you upstairs and explain some things about Grandma. It seems fun. It's just going to dangle? It'll probably flop a little, but not for long. Fishes love to flop. Yes, they do. Yes, they do, sweetie. Okay, I'm just going to tighten this and... No, 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 you have to let it do it itself. It can't. It's a fish, Susan. Well, then don't say it's going to hang itself. It told me that it's done with life. What does that mean? <laughs> to be fair, honey, yeah. you did say it was going to hang itself. God. Okay, uh, I need to trade this fish in for one that knows how to tie a noose. Well, you brought it back alive. That's an improvement. No, it's I'm not s- alive. I'm just squeezing it so it's head. <laughs> So tell me again, what do you need this fish to be able to do? Because you said it the first time and I just, my brain didn't receive that information. Okay, do you have any fish that are, that know how to tie a noose and hang itself? It's for my daughter. I have one. (laughs) Let me go get it. So you need me this time. 
this is your big shot. <laughs> All right. I will let you down. Thanks, Guppy. All right. Here you go, sir. He's a little bit bigger than oh, your wow. original fish. Oh, thank you. You think I could man enough to handle my fish? Say again? You think you're man enough to handle this fish? Yeah, like I'm still like 150 times bigger than you. <laughs> but that'll be $8.50. Sweetie, this fish is really muscular. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I guess it has to be to be able to tie the knots. Yeah. Yeah, okay. No, that's cool. Um, what's, what, what's your name? My name is Guppy. Nice to meet you. <laughs> I mean... But I'm not a guppy. I'm a goldfish. Wow, but you got the nickname Guppy. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It's like calling a big guy tiny. So I've got this little, um, uh, you know, hangman setup over here. Oh, so you could just like I'm gonna guess a T for tough. <laughs> uh, no, There's no, two of that... them. Oh, what? Thought. <laughs> You're correct. Oh, what? She solved the puzzle. Oh, shit. No, you gotta let me go. That's the goldfish bargain. Okay, here, I'll put you on the counter. <laughs> That's what I like. <laughs> Will you do me a favor and still, like, you know, hang yourself? It's to teach our daughter Susan object permanence. Um, wait, what? <laughs> object, object permanence? permanence? Yeah. How does that teach object permanence? You'll How see. should she know object permanence? She should, but she's really stupid. She's testing way behind her grade. Well, right. If it teaches a little girl a valuable lesson, I'll do it. Thanks, Guppy. You're my hero. Wink. Uh, forgive me, Father, for I have sinned. It's been um, 12 minutes since my last confession. And what is it that you want to confess this time, my daughter? Um, Father, I, I had um, impure thoughts again about the boy that sits three seats over. Oh, no! Father... Tell me all about it! Well, I thought of... They call him the White Matrix, and I just... I just thought about touching his head, and I just want to touch his head all night long, Father. And I feel like that's impure, because it's just, in the way I would touch it, it's not like the touchy-touchy way. It's a very sexual, rubbing kind of way. Well, do you think it's possible for you to touch his head without being sexual? I I could go try. Why don't you try that out, and we'll see how it goes. Okay, thank you, Father. Is there any Hail Marys or anything you want me to say? No, it's been 12 minutes. Okay, okay. Hey, Bones. Hey. How, how's it going? It's really hot in here. Can 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 I can I ask you a favor? Sure. Why not? I want to ask to touch your head, but I want to also, and I'm talking about the head on top of your shoulders, just to be really clear about this. This head right here. The head on top of your shoulders. Yes. All not right. to be confused with the other one. Excuse me, Father Clarence here. I couldn't help but oversee this interaction happening. You're really missing the boat on the non-sexuality. Can I touch your head? This is this is this is really strange. Fa- a- Father? Yes. I have a sin to confess. Really? This is highly irregular. Do you want to step into the confession booth? I do. Okay. So I've been having... Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Thank you. I earned that. I've been having these thoughts. What kind of thoughts, my son? Every time I look into the mirror... Yes? I want to rub my head up and down. Is this in a I'm interested in what that feels like sort of way or in a sexual sort of way? I don't know. I think it's... In an I'm interested, but this feels like sort of way. 
Oh, well, that's fine, my son. We're all interested in textures and and such. But at the same time, I just get lost in that shine. It pulls me in like nothing else. I understand. What you're talking about is classic narcissism. You're in love with yourself, and that's okay. You need to learn to love yourself before you can love anybody else. But what if I don't love anybody else? Well, you're only 16. You shouldn't love anybody else for years. <laughs> Makes so much sense. Thank you. So you're the only one that's allowed to touch your head now? I'm you... sorry. This isn't fair. It's just so beautiful. I want to touch it. Maybe one but day. But I need me, so... Maybe in a few years, we can check back in, see if I can touch that head of yours. Maybe. We cut to t- uh, 20 years later at, at this man's funeral. He's dead, and it's an open casket. It's true. You're really dead. And he truly died as he lived in an open casket, not having his head touched by anyone. At least he didn't get cremated. The cremation will start in 15 minutes. Please say your goodbyes to the body. I have to move quickly, but this line is moving so slow. What are all these people doing? They can't have that much to say to him. He's only been... He was so young when he died. He didn't do that much. You were too young. I'm going to miss you. Oh, my God. God, Such a shame. So cliche. Wait, is everyone stopping just to touch his head? Oh, my God. Please refrain from touching the body. It's incredibly (laughs) formaldehyde. I'm going to miss you. I'm going to kiss you one last time. That's right. You say your goodbyes, mother. My boy, my baby boy! Of course. (laughs) It's only right that you're able to say this final goodbye. Just don't touch him. Mr. and Mrs. Bones? Hi. Um, Hello. It's been a a long time, probably since uh, grade school, but I'm uh, Sheila. I'm Bones' um, friend. I call them White Morpheus growing up. Hmm. That seemed insensitive. (laughs) (laughs) Couldn't help but notice that you were the one who drove him to... uh, his narcissism. That's right. It was around that time that he started like putting pictures of himself up all over his bedroom and uh, replacing all of the all of the windows in our house with mirrors and just loving on himself all day long. You let him replace. I don't mean we to didn't let parent. him do anything. He did it. He just he, did he it. He just did it. You try to stop Bones once he has his mindset on something. He was a good maybe 120 pounds. I feel like he could have been stopped. Not that juggernaut of a man. I'm really sorry for your loss, and this might seem insensitive. I know they say don't touch the body, but yes, I just Yes, that is insensitive. Do not touch the body. All right, fuck it. I'm touching the head! I'm touching the head! No! Oh, no! I feel so God. good! I'm touching the head! Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm in for. What brings you behind these beautiful bars? <laughs> you ever seen a solitaire tournament? Yeah. I saw one on ESPN 5. Yeah. Well, I was setting up an illegal gambling ring based around that solitaire tournament that gave out unfair odds on certain players, and then they would throw that match... Damn. Wow. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. That's pretty heavy. Mm-hmm. You guys ever see them uh, them cork boards? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. 
you know, put uh, messages in with thumbtacks. That's right. Well, uh, I was uh, lacing all of them with PCP, so every time somebody pulled a thumbtack out, they got a little taste of that angel dust, and some angel and dust. people were diving Ooh. themselves out of windows just for the fuck of it. Yeah. Wow. wow. Dang. Uh, you know how guitars are usually made out of wood? Yeah. 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 yeah well, I made one out of a person. What the mm. fuck? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's amazing. I, I see. I know how you see how you would do that. Yeah. Did yeah. you Did you use the bones or can you mostly tell the bones? Okay. And then you can get the guts wound into strings. Yeah. The right? base, like the big part, was a rib cage that I put together, and um, long vertebra uh, neck, yeah. and then uh, I just I used to I skinned him. What did you use for the around. strings? Well, I I, I, I gut. strung out his gut like a cat gut, but wow. it, it was from a human. That's, uh, that's, that's amazing. How, well, what did you use to like tune it? Teeth, teeth. Yeah, man. yeah. How teeth. did you know the tune was correct? Did you go to a regular? You just played guitar? it by ear, man. Perfect pitch. Yeah. Perfect pitch. We got perfect pitch. That should be a crime in and of itself. Perfect pitch. <laughs> yeah, it's not natural. Then an eidetic memory. Am I right? Yeah. Am I Whoa, right? What's up with that? Yeah. What is up with that? I don't know. I don't remember. Seems like sorcery. Guys, what are you in here for? Uh, you, you know, like BMW cars. Yeah, yeah. Um, I had an underground business where people paid me to uninstall the blinkers. Oh, oh shit! shit. Oh, yeah. You are a sick fuck. You are crazy. twisted. What is wrong with you? Well, I mean, you don't really notice when you're out in the country, but I have a couple branches out: L.A., Chicago, New York. I've caused. Yeah, I, I keep track. I've caused probably about 300,000 traffic jams at this point from Ooh. crashes. And you Jesus. run this from inside? I just inside? get a thrill. You run this from inside the joint? Yeah. Damn. What about you, White Morpheus? <laughs> I ran an uh, illegal uh, turtle fighting ring. Oh. Wow. Wow. Snapping turtles? All sorts of stories. Oh. Wait. Box turtles. Seems unfair to the non-snapping turtles, personally. <laughs> you know, those, you'd think they'd be snapping turtles, but no, you put a good box turtle in the ring, strap a knife to its back. <laughs> they just go at it. Ooh, that's wow. a stabbing turtle. Yes. Got though. You know, I, I heard that the original cast of West Side Story were a bunch of snapping turtles. Oh, yeah. And then they, like, that, 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 that footage didn't get used. And so they ended up using the same actors for Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Yeah, I heard the same thing. If you think about it, it's basically the same story. <laughs> it, yeah, it's, pre- it's pretty much the same thing. Uh, also Point Break. I think one yeah. of them was uh, related to the original Gamera. Ooh. Gamera, the, the kaiju turtle monster. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Godzilla. I believe Crush from Finding Nemo was also from that same acting family. Yeah. They're like the Coppolas or the Baldwins, mm-hmm. except turtles. Right. Are they the Illuminati of turtles? Or the turtle Illuminati? They Don't just let c- people hear you say that in the joint. Oh, sorry, sorry. They've got sorry. ears everywhere. Sorry. I have to go. Where you going? Uh, nowhere. Nobody goes anywhere, okay? Meeting's in order. Now that we all have gotten to know each other, I just have to go use no. the John. That's all. Hmm. What? What? Why is everybody Why staring at me? Why don't you come on out of your shell? What? I'm just... I'm not a member of the Turtle, um, turtle Illuminati. Yeah, good luck coming up with that portmanteau. 
Yes. Yeah, the Tertuminati? Uh-huh, nope. Tertuminati? No. I am a member. I'm a member of the Tertuminati. That's what I thought. Damn it, fuck, I just wanted to prove a point. Bring out that box, Toidle. Shit. Strap a shiv to its back. Yeah, go get him, Snappers. Snappers. I'm throwing a, a, a box turtle with a knife strapped to his back at the floor. Fuck, be careful. I'm oh, making, God. A, oh, making a good break for it. Fuck this boss. I can't get out. Oh, God, it's coming right for ah. me. Oh, it got me. <sighs> You're going to be nine-toed for the rest of your life. I'm sorry, new guy. I thought that this island would actually be bigger. But it looks like it's just big enough for us in a fire ring. <laughs> That's all we need. You're always so positive about these plane crashes we get involved in. Well, I mean, they've worked out so far. Yeah, it's just a little disappointing. You know, I thought there'd be maybe a polar bear or a, a You've big, been watching big old monster. A smoke monster? Yeah. You're watching too much TV. <laughs> call me a call me a dreamer. All right, daydreamer. Captain what do we do now? I'm only captain in the sky. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm just Roy. Oh. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, you just did such a good job of taking charge on the other islands, and we kind of trusted that maybe you would again. Yeah. Usually I keep everyone's morale up. And and, and I worry. And and you get things done. Yeah. Well, uh, we got the fire pit. So, um, well, we'll, we'll just start the fire. Technically, Donnie here got the fire pit. Yeah. It's we. We're a team, right? Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah, teamwork. That's how... Yeah, that's, sure. You know, as long okay. as we stay together, we'll, we'll pray, pray together. together. <laughs> yeah. So let's do that. Oh. Dear Father, who art in heaven, heaven, hallowed be thy name. Wow, you sound like a non-believer. I just, I wasn't sure if we were doing which version of the Lord's Prayer we were doing. When was the were last doing time the you confessed? Yeah. Oh. Do you want to confess to us? Oh, I'd like to confess some things. Oh, well, well together, together we, we could can make a, make a priest. priest. Yeah. Sit sit down. Sit down. This is really weird for me. Start, Start with, bless, bless me, Father, for I have sinned. Bless me, Father, for I have sinned. How, How long has it since your, your last confession? confession? Oh, I've never confessed. Fuck. Fuck. Start what? from, from the, the beginning. beginning. Okay. Well, um, is lying considered a sin? 25, 25 hours, hours later. later. <laughs> um, I feel like the first bank I robbed, I didn't mean to kill the guard. It just kind of happened. 65 hours, hours later. And, you know, I mean, who cares if you let a little bit of the devil into your life? He just like he sometimes talks to me, and mo most of the time he just. Ninety-seven hours later, and you know sometimes I wonder if what if I what if I had gone to medical school, you know how different would my life be, but but then all my victims, you know, I think of them and I smile. Cut up to heaven, so I don't feel comfortable sending him to hell. And yeah, I it seems real unfair to me, Satan. It's just like Satan and I used to be best friends, so I just I don't want to like burn a guy like that. So. I, I don't want to burn a guy like that either. So what do we? What do I we think do? I'm not a fan. I mean, he has like four days to live, and we have nowhere to send him. Can I weigh in on this real quick? Sure, Saint Peter. Uh, yeah, uh, Saint Peter votes for Detroit. Detroit. Flint, Detroit. Flint, Michigan. I'm sorry. Yeah. I am uh, same state. You know what? Both places have taken it real hard lately. Yeah. yeah. Let's head to the Upper Peninsula. 
The UP. The UP. I can get behind that. Yeah. Welcome to town. Hi. Wow, I'm one of the various cities on the Upper Peninsula of Michigan. <laughs> That's right. One of the famous, well-known cities that I could name, but you don't have to because you're here. Right. Welcome to town. Yeah, that well-known town. Do you know carpentry skills? All of our houses are falling over. Well, I know arson, which is a lot like the opposite of carpentry. So I think I could pick it up pretty quickly. It's just doing arson in reverse. Oh, oh. okay. You're hired. Oh my god, are you okay? You're bleeding. Is that your blood? You're covered in blood. Is that is that yours? Some of it's mine. Um, not some, some of it's mine. Some of it's also not his. Wait, are you both okay? How, some of it's mine. How much blood is on you right now? It's just like a bucket full. I'd measure it as a bucket full. What happened? There's this cult we wanted to try, and um, we were sitting in a warm bath. And, um, and, we just, chick- and we chickened out. And they just started firing a, a nail gun at us just over and over again. <laughs> I told to stop. All three, so all three of you are hit? You're all hit? Multiple times. You all got nailed? We all got nailed. We all yeah. got nailed. In a bath. But I haven't I haven't started pull, pulling any of the nails out. No, um, leave them in. Leave them in. I feel they like say it's they're worse. holding in my blood. Wait till we get to the hospital. Let's go. Get, but I told, get in my van. But I told Rodney to start pulling them out, and he's not doing too well. I'm kind of nailed to the tub. Shit. Yeah, he's nailed to the tub. I can't pull him out. Ring, ring. Fuck. Uh, ring, ring. Stay right here. I'm going to get that. Ring, okay? Ring. Just, uh, don't, don't leave. Don't leave. Don't, ring, just try not to bleed. Ring. Too much. Okay. Uh, we can sing that REM song. Uh, hello. Hello. I've noticed you absconded with some of my friends. Who is this? Oh, I'm cult leader Sam. Excuse me, Mr. Don't Sam. Don't you want to be part of something big? Wow. You know, I always have just like looked at my life and was like, what's the point? I thought so. A lot of people feel just like you. You're not talking to. Why don't you just Sam turn in there, this? Are you? Look, uh, just one second. Uh, I'm on the phone with the hospital. He's a they called us. He's a monster. Yeah, he's okay. Sam, uh, when I close my eyes, I just see a darkness. Can you help? Of course I can. Wouldn't you rather see a bright light and feel the sting of a thousand pieces of metal going straight into you? They fill you with love and make you build you into part of something greater than yourself. We're building an ark, see? And we're an not arc? building it out of wood and earthen materials. We're building it out of our bodies so that our spirits may sail. I could be part of a boat. You could be part of a boat. Something bigger than me yeah. that keeps others afloat. Yes. There could be meaning in my life. Yes. This is you're it's like you're reading our pamphlet. Why I'm gonna you bring just... you more lumber. Yes. Turn your ambulance around. Guys, the hospital has room for all of you in the beds. Yay! Get in my van, I'll take you there now. I'm stuck though. Can you You two lift the whole tub and put it in the back. Okay. <laughs> okay, I'll hold the door open, that's helpful. It's in. All right. Get hop in. Okay. <laughs> this is. Are you taking a different route to the hospital? Just... Um, it's a shortcut. Oh, okay. I trust you. Trust me. When we get to where we're going, you're 
Not going to feel any more pain. Wait, that's just what the cult leader told us. You sound a lot like Sam. You're going to be filled with purpose. That's exactly what the cult leader told us. Losing so much blood. I'm going to go up right next to you and I'm going to flex and have all the nails shoot out at you. (laughs) 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 I'm going to tip the tub so all the water fills the car and takes out the motor. I'm I'm sorry, Gregory. I'm sorry. (laughs) Oh, that's a lot of blood. Oh, wow, I oh. thought they'd be here by now. <laughs> Guess there must be traffic. Oh, someone's at the door. Hello, Sam. Oh, Bert. And? Sheila. Sheila and I... Managed to walk all the way here for some reason. You came back to me. Oh, my prodigal sons and daughters have returned. We came back with a vengeance because I learned something. If I flex my arm... Oh, no, nails! Ouch! Oh, those nails hurt! Nailed it, Sheila. And we're done. Next up, And that's our show. Thank you to the cast and crew of Fun Wit Funny for coming by. Thank you to... Catherine. Kurt. Abby. Will. You can check out Fun Wit Funny, the episodes, the sketches and all that at... Facebook.com slash funwitfunny, all one word. And also you have a YouTube page too. Yes. Right? Um, I'm, I have to get a little higher with views before I can actually give it a title. So go to our Facebook page to get to our YouTube page because for the YouTube page, it's a really, really, really long leap right now. Sure. Philip, what are you up to these days? Uh, this month's local music scene present show is Monday, December 19th with musical guest John Gens. I don't know much about John Gens. He is like a punk like an angry like acoustic, a acoustic punk, punk guy. guy. Yeah. Very it's gonna be a very fun show at the Bright Lake Bowl. Cool. On the nineteenth. And Will Roberts will be there. Yes, Will Roberts will be there. Yeah, I'm doing that. Um and then also on the twentieth, the day after local music scene, I'll be um in late nights Minneapolis. Uh, fun. the show then uh, as the band leader again. Uh, so Philip, how can people get a hold of us? They can send us an email to next at bat podcast at gmail.com, like us on Facebook.com slash next at bat and check us another amazing podcast out on noisepicnic.com that's right and go to itunes subscribe to our podcast rate and review it let us know what you think it helps us out a lot so tune in next week when we'll have someone and until then as always nail it